I'm your international homeboy, the incredible DJ360. In the words of DMC, I've stood on many stages and held many mics. I've also rocked crowds around the world on the two turntables. I'm here to share my experiences with music and education with you. And it's your boy Cool Rock, a.k.a. Cool Rock Steve from the legendary Fat Boys. I got the hit albums, I got the hit movies, I got all that. Welcome, Welcome to 360 University. Salute to all the people out there. I'm your international homeboy, the incredible DJ360, along with my co-host. Cool Rock Ski, legendary fat boy. Yes, yes, y'all. We back once again. Episode 6, Lesson 6, 360 University Podcast. We back in the house. Cool. What's happening with you, man? Chilling, man. Just um, taking it easy. Yeah. You know, just enjoying the podcast. And, you know, the slow progress of it. Yeah. I like the, you know... Yeah, we 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 the uh, whole the whole slow progress of what we're doing and letting it build up to something bigger and bigger every time we do another episode. You know what I mean? Right, exactly. Yeah, man, it gives us an opportunity to really focus in on what's going on and you know listening to ourselves and listening to the feedback from the people. So yeah, the slow progress is dope, man. If we if something happens so quick and it's like a whirlwind and then you get you get some success and then all of a sudden. It's gone. It's like, damn, I wish it would have been a little slower so we could enjoy it. You know right. what I mean? <laughs> exactly. So, yeah. but yeah, man, we just opened up. Um, the people out there, everybody, thank you for tuning in once again. We just opened up with a, a classic hip-hop song by the Fat Boys um, called All You Can Eat. And that's kind of bringing us into our new topic for this week, which is healthy living in the black community, eating right, and taking care of yourself. You know what I'm saying? Avoiding illnesses and you know, if you have an illness or a disease, you know, finding out ways to get rid of it and stuff like that. So I thought that All You Can Eat is an appropriate opening song because not only is it, you know, a song from 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 the legendary Cool Rock Skis uh, category and the Fat Boy discography, you know what I'm saying? But it's also a song that we sometimes um, we utilize every day, not necessarily the song, but the idea of eating as much as we can. Like when we go out, we might go to a buffet we might order, you know, a couple of pizzas on a Friday night and it's football season. So we get wings and sodas and things of that nature. And so we just eat, you know, for entertainment purposes. Sometimes we eat for comfort. You know, some people, right. you know, 
emotionally they get down or depressed or whatever the case is they turn to candy and chocolate and food man so here we are man week six man episode six lesson six we back in the university they open the doors once again for all our listeners make sure you get to your classroom as soon as possible because class is about to start 360 university podcast <laughs> is back in effect what's up cool man tell me about man i mean let's talk about it man especially the black community since we're african-americans we got love for every culture we got love for our white brothers and sisters got love for our asians our hispanics all of us on the 360 university podcast we got love for everybody but specifically we're going to talk about you know eating health eating in a healthy way and right. you know, life and longevity in the black community. What are your thoughts on that, Cool? Um, I think um a lot of things that we do, we don't properly take care of ourselves, especially with our diet. You know, our diet um has always consisted of a lot of things that's bad for us. But we pretty much came up um in the household of um, a lot of saturated fats. Yeah. A lot of, um, you know, big Sunday dinners. Right. Everybody has big Sunday dinners. Um, but I think in the black community, it's a lot of um, collard greens and fried foods and, you know. Um, right, right. Things that's filled with a lot of, uh, like I said, saturated fat, a lot of lard, a lot of, you know, a lot of things that are bad for us. But at the same time, it depends on how you eat the stuff. I mean, in moderation. Yeah. Um, going to the tables for second and thirds and fourths, you know, it's not going <laughs> to, right. You know, it, it, it doesn't help. Right. You know right. I mean? But um, it's just, uh, you look around in the, in the black community, especially in the black community, um, at the stores, uh, corner stores consist of nothing but junk food. Right. You know, sodas. Right. Um, anything that you want under the sun as far as junk food. That's what the corner stores. The corner stores is never is never healthy. It's never nothing healthy in a corner store. <laughs> exactly. I mean, you know, so I think a lot of the stuff that we put in our bodies um, leads to things like obesity and diabetes. Absolutely. Because we're not treating our bodies right. And as, as the older we get, you know, the older we get, the more we have to uh, better take care of of, of our body with uh, drinking a lot of water, uh, eating a lot of fruits and vegetables, and, and you know, exercising is important. Right. Um, and it's it's harder so, as you get older to get that weight off and to It is. Yeah. It is it's definitely hard when you when you get older. Um that's what comes with eating right sometimes. Um it, it kinda keeps your weight at at, at a at, you know, at a standstill. Right, so to right. Speak. You know but I, um you, right. Go ahead. The thing is getting that heart that heart rate going. Right. Once you get that heart rate going, you can pretty much train your body yeah. to do the exercises that you want. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. And and you know your body. People, you know, you know your body. Everybody that's listening out there, you know your body better than anybody else does. Even a doctor. You know what I'm saying? I think because you wake right. up in the morning with yourself, you know where your aches and pains are. Um, you right. go to the doctor so that they can give you, you know, certain things that can help you with that. But, um, for example, I went to I went and got a physical about three weeks ago. And um, my doctor said, you know, you know, at my age, it'll be good for me to lose about maybe 20 pounds. So I was like, right. cool. I was like, cool. All right. Um, I'm a, I got a gym membership. Just purchased that. You know, I've been, you know, playing basketball and lifting weights. And, you know, what I'm saying I want to be a little bit more consistent. But she said, yeah, all that is fine. But it's your eating, you know, just manage your portions. Just eat this amount and this amount. And then you'll the weight will drop off. But I'm saying to myself. Like you said, cool. I want my heart rate to be up. I want to be able to have that cardio, um, that cardio exercise going on, where I can, I know that if I'm putting in, you know, putting in a good sweat and I'm running and my heart rate, right. my heart rate is up. I'm, you know, you you lose the pounds that way as well. So you know your yourself better than I think a lot of people or other, you know, even people that are close or have licenses. You know what your body is saying to you, whether you need to stop something or continue something. So. Man, I was actually... It's um, just a strong will, really. It, it's really just a strong will just to push your body to see how far it can go. Right, right. You know what I mean? Um, Discipl discipline. <laughs> discipline, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I know myself, like, when I work out or when I started working out, it was like, you know, back in the day when I, when I first started working out, you know, I got on an exercise bike for five minutes and I was so winded I couldn't even freaking, you know, walk. 
And, but and how many? As time, how much did you weigh at that point? Uh, you're talking about maybe like a good three, um, twenty-five. Right. You know, the most. Um. So I mean, it was the first time since being a kid. Because when we were kids, we just ran around all day. So um, exercising was normal when you were a kid. Plus, in the era I came up in, there was really no video games. We had Atari, but we just sit in the house all day and play Atari. Right. We went out, we actually ran all day. Exactly. Sometimes it's like, you know, you wake up 8 o'clock in the morning, do your chores, you go out the house. You're outside the house from at least like 9 o'clock in the morning yep. to maybe 8 at night. And yep. you're just constantly just running and playing. Right. Um, the kids nowadays, everything is inside. Internet is inside. Um, they, they're staying inside. There's no more. You don't see children running in the streets anymore, right. you know, or, or, or no. playing in, in parks anymore. Because they're at home playing video games. So, um, you know, you got to get these kids out the house and let them enjoy the fresh air and yeah, just run around and absolutely. let them be kids. Exactly. You know, um, um, man, I, I was reading actually um, when we decided upon this topic for this week, man, I started reading um, and I came across an article from Ebony.com. Shout out to Ebony, been around our community for a long time, man. Ebony and Essence and Jet, you know, those. <laughs> Right. Uh, now they've gone digital, of course, you know, so they got ebony.com where you can go on and see some of the same things that you might have seen in the magazine. You know what I mean? So I started reading. They had an article from 2017 um, and I'm going to read what it, a little bit of what it says in, in reference to the black community and uh, some of the things that you've said just, you know, since we've been on the podcast and, and everything is right spot on. It says, um, according to a report on the state of obesity, approximately 47 0.8% of African-Americans are obese compared to 32.6% of whites. What's equally startling is that 35.1% of African-American children ages 2 to 19 are overweight. So, and I'm guilty of this. Me and my wife and I, you know, when my daughter was very young, you know, she'd cry and we give her a bag of Cheetos puffs, man, like... Shut up! Right. You know, be quiet. Stop all that crying. Here's some chips. And then as right. as 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 she got a little older, and and my younger daughter was like, "Here's an iPad or or a tablet. Go watch this video. Um, and you know, go sit over there and and watch this video. Kind of like you know, so we can do something else. Maybe you know, clean up around the house or whatever the case is. So now the the kids get adapted to just sitting looking at devices and watching videos all day and then eating. And then as they right. get older, then it's like there's less and less outside activity. You know, we've gotten smarter later. You know what I'm saying? As we as as we've gotten older as parents, we're seeing the better side of things. You know what I'm saying? As far as um what we can do instead of shoving a bag of chips or some candy or some food in their face to make them be quiet. We got other alternative ways. But um, according to these statistics, man, almost 50 percent of all African-Americans in the United States are overweight like it's a trip to see that number compared to um almost 12 percent you know less in the white community so i'm trying to think like what are we doing and not to say that we're using white america as a as a measuring stick you know what i'm saying but what can we do to drop that number from f almost 50 percent where it's at 47.8 percent down like how can we how are people being educated around the country as far as healthy living. Now, we know that these foods are bad for us, but they taste hella good, so we keep eating it. You know what I'm saying? Collard greens and macaroni and cheese and um, all these other things, yams and, you know, Christmas time and, you know, yeah. Thanksgiving. It tastes good, so people don't want to let go of it because it's like a tradition in their families. The seasoning is good, the smell and all that. Right. So what can we do? Well, I think people don't want to push themselves away from the table. It goes back to what I say. You know, you don't have to go back to second, thirds, and, yeah. you know, fourths all the time. You can just push yourself away from the table. And yes, it's like you're not going to start. One thing about people in America, there's, nobody's going to starve. You're always going to find somewhere somebody's going to give you some sort of food or something. Right. Um, but I think the, the biggest thing in the black community, is goes back to what I was saying, is that there's you can barely find a health food store in the black community. I think the, a lot of the shops, a lot of the restaurants that open up in the black community are not served in the black community right as far as nutrition. Um, let's take a Chinese restaurant. Uh -huh. A lot of people are not going in and ordering the same thing I would order. I would order maybe some steamed brown rice, um, some steamed vegetables, and 
that'd be it. A lot of people are going in and ordering dishes like maybe some chicken wings and french fries, um, you know, and who knows what they're frying that stuff in. Um, you know, the sodas, the the the, con, the, the, the consuming of sodas that yeah. we drink, which is the biggest thing in your diet is is cutting out that that beverage called soda. Um, I remember we and were talking more water. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I remember we were talking about that, man. And I asked um, and I asked you about your transformation for all the people out there that that are um, fans of the fat boys, such as myself and millions of other people around the world. You've seen these three guys. Rest in peace, Buff. You got um, the human beatbox who, who, who was um, a, a legendary figure in hip hop who passed away um, uh, in the 90s. And you got Prince Mark- 1995. 1995, right. And, and Prince, right. Prince Marky D and, and our co-host, your, your, one of your professors on the line right now, the legendary Cool Rock Ski. If you ever look at any of their album covers or the videos, the movies, the interviews, you would see Cool Rock Ski in the video, in the movie, in the interview, weighing, he, he, he was one of those obese young men that we were talking about. And, and there was a time in his mind where he said, I want to make, I got to make a change. And we were talking about this cool. And I remember right. when you said there was a time where you, 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 you tied your shoes and you got winded and then you, you was like, this is it, you know? And I, cause I, I think I asked you, what was the point where it's like enough is enough. And you mentioned right. about tying your shoes and you also mentioned, um, cutting out sodas, man. Um, so talk to the people, man, about, about that. And then what, what really led you to, to the man you are today and, and, and your outlook on health and compared to what it was um back then so anybody that's listening can relate and know that there's light at the end of the tunnel um it wasn't i mean for me it was just a a lifestyle change to going back to what i was as a kid you understand what i'm saying like just being more active um i was pretty i was still a, a really young man when i decided to to um to go and just pursue the thing of Pursue the whole area of just losing weight, you understand? So yeah. it was more of a thing where um, it kind of scared me because I was reading, a, I think, a men's health magazine or something. It said by the time you're 30, um, if you're overweight, you're going to stay overweight. There's no way you can take the weight off. So I'm like 20, 21 at the time. And I'm like, wow, so when I'm 30, and when you're 20, 30 seems like old to you. You understand what I'm saying? So <laughs> right, I'm, like, right. I'm going to be an old man, you know, <laughs> with, with a lot of weight on. Right. So that I just made the, con- the, the, um, the conscious effort and decision just to say, you know what? You know, I can do this because um, we was never really heavy before. You know, we, we weren't born obese, you understand? Right, so exactly. Just, just active children all the time, just running around playing football was our favorite sport. So we were always active. So once um, the thing about losing weight, especially when you become like you know 20, 21 years old, the weight comes up pretty quick because first of all, you're young. And second of all, because this is your first time really dieting. Um, so the weight just pretty much just flies off. Um, it depends on what you're eating and what, and what you what you put into your body too. So I just stopped drinking soda. I went cold turkey on soda. It's kind of like an individual going and you know going cold turkey on drugs. Yeah. Um, so which I never partake partake in. But um, so for me, um, you're talking about drinking five to six cans of soda a day. Wow. Um, so going cold turkey off that and just started drinking a lot of. Um, apple juice, you know, and drinking a lot of um, water. So I had to just con- you know, condition my mind to say, this is what I don't need. Right. So that led to me just um, exercising before I went to bed and, uh, and you know, just, just seeing results. Once you start seeing results, it, it, it kind of just gives you that, that extra, extra energy push. Like, Oh wow. I, see, I mean, I'm really doing this. So, right, right. you know, that's the beautiful thing about um, losing weight. If you want to lose weight, is that once you see the results, it kind of gives you that extra push, and you know you can do it because you're you're achieving something one on one with yourself, right? Which so, is huge, you know. So, so what do you say to the people who feel like if they don't see results, they just give up? You're like, I don't. I've been doing this for a month. I haven't seen much change, and then they start to slack off because you know, like around December twenty eighth, twenty ninth. Right. People start having those, you know, New Year resolutions. I'm a workout. As soon as January first right. hits, 
They go but see, 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 the thing is with, with people, their biggest, the, the, the biggest misconception is the word diet. See, uh-huh. once you start throwing that word diet into your mind, you start cutting back on all the foods that your body needs. You understand what I'm saying? Right. So you start doing things like, well, I don't want that, but that might be good for you. You understand what I'm saying? I mean, listen, you only, whatever you consume in your body and you start working out, it's fueling your body. So you don't have to eat the white um, bread. You can eat the, 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 the bread that's high, in, the, 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 the whole grain bread that's, that's high in grains. You know? right. And you don't have to eat um, a, a whole plate of nothing but lettuce. Lettuce is nothing but water. You don't have to eat a whole bit of lettuce. <laughs> you know, you eat the romaine lettuce with the tomatoes and throw some basil on top of it and add a little, you know, whatever you want to put on top of it, strawberries, um, unsalted cashews. You got to train your body to eat things that you think are, that don't taste good. Right. You know, for me, I, I drink a lot of unsweetened um, green tea. And somebody drank this stuff one day. And they said, let me, let me taste that. And they spit it out. Like, because, you know, you're so used to drinking soda and sweet tea right. that this is, you know, so, right. you, 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 know you, like, you know, so your body's so used to, to, to consuming a lot of sugar to the stuff that you, that you, you know, that doesn't contain sugar like black coffee, you're going to spit it out. Right. Like, oh, this is disgusting. But you got to train your body to, 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 to intake things that, that's really, has a bitter taste to it. Anything that's bitter, that's not good for you, is good for you. Right. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So it may yeah. sound crazy. Wow. So whatever. So, um, so some of the things that don't, that most of the things that may things that may not taste good to us is probably the best for us. But it's, it's, it's the best for you. Yeah. So you can't. Um, everything doesn't have to have be high in sugar and salt. Um, right. I still indulge in snacks here and there, but I do know that. For myself, I trained myself to know that I can work this off. You understand? So, right. Um, right. I just got mind control like that. I got, I got, I got a, a high tolerance for doing tough workouts. You know what I mean? Things that a normal person would be like, you know, well, that's that's too much for me. But I would do it because I know I could push my body to that limit. You got to push your body to a certain limit to know where you're at as exactly. far as working out. Facts. So you can't. I can't do what the next man do. I can't run. Um, um, five miles on a treadmill. You understand? But I can I can walk on a treadmill at the incline of fifteen at at, at three point five or four or four miles per hour and not really not really feel it. You know what I'm saying? So you gotta you just gotta acclimate your body to what you can do. Right. And 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 right. and, and, and the eating at night, the snacking at night before you go to bed is not good. A glass of water is good before you go to bed. Uh-huh. You know. Right. Because sometimes your body is not screaming that you're that that you're hungry, it's just screaming that you could be dehydrated, that you just need some water in your body. You don't need a can of soda, you know, <laughs> so, exactly. you know, or, or a candy exactly. bar or something. Right. You just need, you know. So for me, it's just um treating the body and um and pretty much just cutting out the things I know are bad for me. Um, you know, I haven't right. had a second helping of food in so long. Like, you know, go back to second juice. I just don't do that stuff anymore. I just don't like, we'll fill my plate up again. And give me another plate to go. You know, <laughs> right. Like, I'm right. good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, yeah. Man, so, so I mean, with that being said, you know, training your body to do certain things and push yourself to the limits and eat in certain ways. There's so many different uh, fad diets, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. I, w- I don't. I wouldn't want to call it fad and offend anybody. You know what I'm saying? Because I know somebody out there is doing the keto, and there's this other one I found out about called the 16-8, where you can eat pretty much whatever you want for 16 hours within, you know, healthy reasons. Right. Um. Then for the eight hours that remain in the day, you don't eat. So you, like, you're, you're, it cuts off at eight o'clock. You can't eat anything from eight to like twelve, and then. Um, 12 noon the next day and then from 12 to 8 you don't eat again so so it's like um, there's a lot of things out there that people and even 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 veganism and vegetarianism you know what I'm saying people right. you know people out there they, they, out here in Houston they have this spot called the soul the soul vegan and um, right. I went out there one time man and I said let me just try it because I want to see what you know what vegan eating is like and i went out there and ordered some fried mushrooms man it was so good i know fried yeah. you know and i'm sure they fry it correctly with the um the oils that 
um, don't, are not, you know, part of the animal fat, I guess, like, you know, not lard based or whatever the case is. Um, right. And it was good, man. I mean, got that. Yeah. I got some collard, collard greens and the fried mushrooms and it tasted like it had the consistency of like a chicken wing. But in my mind, right. I'm like, I'm doing cool. Cause this is, this is not, this is actually a vegetable, you know what I mean? So, right. um, making those conscious choices, man, to, um, eat correctly is dope. I think that's fra- I think that's pretty fly. And, you know, we're trying some things, my wife and I, you know, in my own household, we're trying to, you know, weed some things out and not, not eating, um, eating crazy. We don't do too much fried sodas are virtually non-existent in the house, you know, and, um, right. you know, we, we just taking it day by day. Sometimes, you know, you're going to, yeah, it's just, like you just said, the, 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 the key word is choices. That's all. Yeah. Just making choices and, and yeah. making the right choice, you know? So. Yeah. And for all you vegetarians out there, all you people that don't eat meat, we got a song for that. You know what I'm saying? We're going to go into it right now, man. Boogie Down Productions. Um, I believe it was off the uh, the Edutainment album, um, Beef. You know what I'm saying? We're going to go into Beef, and KRS goes in talking about how, you know, how it goes from from, from being a, a cow to being on your plate, on your table. You know what I'm saying? So It's crazy. We, man, so we'll be right back, man. 360 University. Once again, we everywhere that podcast can be heard, from Google Play Music to Apple. Um, iTunes platform all over the place, man. And um, cool. We, 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 we just about to be in everybody's household, man, real soon, you know, you know, and um, so we going into it right now. We have a foundation in hip hop, the culture, and here's a hip hop classic beef by Boogie Down Productions, 360 University podcast. We'll be right back. in this product cease. This is another public service announcement. You can believe it or you can doubt it. Let us begin now with the cow. The way it gets to your plate and how. The cow doesn't grow fast enough for man. So through his greed, he makes a faster plan. He has drugs to make the cow grow quicker. Through the stress, the cow gets sicker. 21 different drugs are pumped into the cow in one big lump. So just before it dies, cries in the slaughterhouse full of germs and flies off with the head they pack it drain it and cart it and there it is in your local supermarket red and bloody a corpse neatly packed and you wonder about heart attacks come on now man let's be for real you all what you eat is the way i feel but the food and drug administration will tell you meat is the perfect combination see cows live under fear and stress trying to think what's gonna happen next fear and stress can become a part of you in your cells and blood this is true so when the cow is killed believe it you preserve those cells you freeze it thaw it out with the blood and season it then you sit down and begin eating it in your body its structure becomes your structure all the fear and stress of another any drug is addicted by any name even drugs in meat they are the same the fda has america strung out on drugs and beef no doubt so if you think that what i say is a bunch of crap tell yourself you're gonna try and stop eating meat and you'll see you can't compete it's the number one drug on the street not crack because that was made for just black but ground beef for all american teeth life brings life death brings death keep on eating the dead and what's left absolute disease and negative read the book how to eat to live by elijah muhammad it's a brown paperback for anybody either white or black see how many cows must be pumped up fatter how many rats gotta fall in the batter how many chickens that eat shit you eat how much high blood pressure you get from pig feet see you'll consume the fda can care less they'll sell you donkey meat and say it's fresh for 1990, you suckers. Beef, what a relief. Yo, shout out to KRS, man, and Boogie Down Productions out there representing the Bronx, New York City. Yo, cool, man. I don't know, man. I, Popeye's chicken, man. Let's talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> it's going down around the country. People going crazy behind this damn sandwich, man. Um, I was just watching the news. Of course, everybody knows out there, I think it was last Monday, a 28-year-old man was stabbed to death behind a fight because either he or somebody else skipped someone in line, turned turned into a fight. It escalated, ended up outside the establishment, and he's dead at 28. 
uh, in front of a Popeye's chicken. And I'm sure I they- think a lot of the violence that's going on in front of Popeye's is equated is being equated rather to the to the um, the success or the chaos of the chicken sandwich. The like chi- yeah, absolutely. Like, like take it like three four months ago, um, if there was a fight in front of Popeye's or somebody was um, physically hurt or even even worse um, killed. They want to equate that to the chicken sandwich. I think the chicken sandwich plays a part in oh, it yeah. now because there's chaos and people are saying somebody's dying over a chicken sandwich. Exactly. So, um, I just, as far as the chicken sandwich go and the popularity of it all of a sudden, somebody told me that that sandwich had been there since Popeye's pretty much um, was in existence. Oh, yeah. And, and if this is true, then what's the, what, what, what's the, why is everybody going crazy all of a sudden over a chicken sandwich? Hmm. Um, out, out of all places, Popeye. I'm going to try, try the sandwich. I'm not even going to try the sandwich. I haven't either. Um, but it, 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 just, it just it boggles the mind to know that this uh, uh, piece of food is making people go crazy like that. I refuse to believe it's just a sandwich. <laughs> I'm hoping it's not just a sandwich. I hope. But, but I, I think it's the, the, the condition of the mind. Like you said, man... Um, um, we've been conditioned to eating and tasting a certain thing on our palates. You know what I'm saying? To where, right? And and when you think something like 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 let's say a, a a new pair of Air Jordans is coming out, when you know that something is releasing and there's not much of a supply of it, and it can be right. gone in within minutes or within right. hours, and you won't have an opportunity to experience it, I think that's what's driving people to do these crazy things because I want mine. It's, it's a bit of self selfishness. You know what I'm saying? And it's also a lot of conditioning going on. Um, according to that same website on ebony.com, I further read and it said, and, and, and it had a portion of the article called soul food versus, um, slave food. <laughs> right. And it said that soul food originated during slavery. If we know our history, we know that we uh, were fed scraps and leftovers discarded by our masters. Slave masters reserved the best nutritional foods for themselves. Slaves were given what was left of the animal remains once they picked through the food. As survivors, which the the, the captives, I don't want to call them slaves, um, at the time, they took what was given to them and made meals for their families. However, this style of cooking was was, um, birthed out of survival. Since then... We have passed these same dishes from generation to generation without realizing that this style of cooking is killing us slowly. So, right. so the people that are standing in those lines there at, at Popeye's Chicken, they're accustomed to eating fried foods. They know what Popeye's Chicken tastes like. But now you got this rare piece that wasn't really promoted, even if it was a part of their establishment for years. It wasn't well promoted to where it's like, I'm going to get this instead of the, the three-piece snack. You know what I'm saying? Or the 10-piece the a meal with a two liter for four ninety nine or whatever the case is. Um, so we've been. Well, it's the power of social media too. Exactly, I mean, exactly. There was really no advertisement of some sort of chicken sandwich all over TV. It was just through social media, right? And people just went into this whole frenzy. You had lines going around from blocks to blocks. It's crazy. Set a line for nothing more than a chicken sandwich. A chicken sandwich. Um, and we've been... I can see they're giving out free Dell computers. <laughs> I, I'll probably like stand in line for that. But, yeah, but yeah. damn chicken sandwich, there's no way in hell I would do that. And and, um, and, and in, in in the black community, we've been stereotyped to where, right. to where we're chicken and watermelon. You know what I'm saying? Right. So we further feed into that. Um, well, yeah, we fed into the whole stereo um, type. And it's not, it, it, let me just point something out, not just black standing in line for it. But it's it's a bigger story in the media if a black if black people do stand in line for it. You understand what I'm saying? Because yeah, yeah. let's be honest, black when it comes down to blacks in media itself rather than any other race in this world. Right. It's, the topic is black first. Right. Um, that being said, it, 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 it just sends off a bad message about the stereotype that they have that they have on us when it comes down to, to with things of, of materialistic value. Right. Um, this is, uh, this right here is just something I've never seen before. I never, I never seen, I never right. thought I'd see the day when somebody was standing in line and fighting and fighting over carrying that. on and, you know, the, the drive-through lines are backed up and people are arguing yeah. over a piece of food. It's that, almost like you're fighting over food. Yeah, you yeah. When, when there's a, when, when there's a, when there's a, a healthy supply all over the city or wherever, there's not a shortage. Um, 
you know, in certain areas there may be in the United States, but for the most part, there's there's not a shortage of food, but you got this one item that is causing this frenzy. And, and there was even um, a couple situations in Florida, I think it was Tallahassee and other parts of Florida, where there was a drive-through, and the guy, there were two guys that got, ended up in a fight, in a fight, at the drive-through, getting out the cars and going at it. It was crazy. Um, as a matter of fact, I'm going to play a clip of uh, the situation that happened in Maryland, in, in another part of Maryland, not the part of Maryland. I think it was Prince George's County where the young man was killed um, last week. But there was a, another situation in another part of Maryland where <laughs> one of the employees was caught selling the chicken sandwich out the back door, selling them on yeah. the floor, <laughs> juking wow. them. And so I came across That's a clip crazy. of that, and and she was approached. He or she was approached by her coworkers or his coworkers, and they ganged up on that coworker that was selling them, and they kind of just put her on blast or put him on blast. I couldn't tell if it was a guy or a girl. I think it was a female, um, but they just put her on blast, and um, it it turned ugly. So I'm gonna play a clip of that real quick, and we'll come right back. Yeah, so it's getting crazy out here, man. Chicken, you know what I mean? So <laughs> chicken. chicken. Out of all the I remember. I, I remember. Um, in in the song, we're all in the same gang, and Humpty Hump was rapping. He said, right. "I try to argue, but check it. Every night in the news, we prove those suckers right, and I got the blues." And that part stuck out to me because it's like every time, you know, we might be in arguments, and you know, barbershop talk, where we try to we, we defend the black community. You know what I'm saying? Then. Then the news comes on or we see something evident that proves our argument wrong because we, we keep doing right. it to ourselves, man. Um, I think it's heightened. Like I said, I think it's heightened because it's in the black community. Yeah. I think we a lot of the things that we do is within the black community. I don't think a lot of things are shown as much in the media, um, the violence and, and, and the robberies or whatever's going on in other right. um, races and other communities. You understand what I'm saying? I think in the, in the black community, is it's heightened it's more it's more coverage on it yeah um it's more of a a a point the finger of look at what they're doing kind of thing yeah um i think all races have some kind of bad elements but for some odd reason the black community is is singled out you know so to speak and um it is i mean yes we do do we we do a lot of uh idiotic things to one another um and I think that's just part of the human race, period. I think all humans are idiotic to one another. Right. So, um, but, you know, getting back to this this, this, um, this whole thing with the chicken sandwich, and then you got the whole Black Friday thing coming up after that. <laughs> so it's like everything. <laughs> it's like a frenzy after a frenzy after right. a frenzy. So it's, it's, but it's, it's just nonstop foolishness. Exactly, you know? man. And it has something to do with consumer versus you know the whole economic supply versus demand and going right. out spending money and you know i want to be the one to have this or i want to experience right. that and you didn't nah, 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 type thing you know and um, um i didn't hear a black friday until maybe 1997 or 8 is when i really heard of a black friday by the year 2000 that's when the black friday thing really came into pass um i think after that, it was just a, a frenzy everywhere. You know, people busting through doors at a Walmart or Best Buy just to get a TV, the same TV they had last year. I guess they want to upgrade it. But it's just crazy. So like I said, once the chicken sandwich squares off, you know, the day after Thanksgiving is Black Friday. So what are you going to have? <laughs> People bump us to Popeye's chicken and then they're going to go to Walmart after that? Hey, so hey you just never know. I, I think, I mean, why, because people go eat their Thanksgiving dinner. 
They let it settle, eat their dessert, and they say, okay, we're going out shopping. Popeyes, right. I wouldn't, I would not doubt that they're, they'll be open, man, and to capture that Thanksgiving crowd. You know what I'm saying? The capital. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Bring your TV in with you. <laughs> take a dollar off the chicken sandwich. You know, you come to Walmart. Man. <laughs> man, we're right here. 360 University Podcast. You can email us. Once again, that's 360UPOD. That's 360UPOD at gmail.com. You can reach us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at 360University in the digit one after university. No crazy spelling. We're going to spell it the way it's supposed to be spelled, U-N-I-V-E-R-S-I-T-Y, and then the one at the end so you can get, get with us on social media. Um, and you can also tap in and get some of our archive shows. We're on, level, we're on uh, lesson six right now, so we got five in the bag. Lesson six is on the way. You know, it's here, actually. It's actually here. So, you know, check us out. Um, one last thing, cool. I want to read um, from that particular article that stood out to me um, from Ebony.com. It says, the adaption or the adoption of slavery-influenced diets and the barriers we experience due to our physical environment have not only made African-Americans the most obese racial group, but we are also at greater risk for chronic diseases and illnesses. So, in... in in the black community, we, I mean, we have hypertension, high blood pressure. You know, we're living day to day on pills, blood pressure medicine and things of that nature. So I think and like we've talked about in this particular lesson, going to the gym, getting your annual um, physicals and, you know, kind of analyzing what you're what you're working with and then making a plan right. to, you know, over time change some of these things, because some things can happen. Cold turkey. Cool. Like you said, you gave up the sodas, cold turkey. Um but people who have a lifestyle change that they're trying to do, I think it's a gradual process. And don't don't look for uh, super, super, you know, mega results within, you know, a small amount of time. You got to be realistic with yourself and, 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 right. and, and um, you know, take your time with it and stay dedicated. I also heard one thing that um, a pastor, I think I might have mentioned this before, a pastor I was going to in Atlanta at his church, Bishop Bronner. He said, would you rather live with the pain of discipline or the pain of regret? And that stuck uh -huh. out to me, you know what I'm saying? And it said to me to do what you have to do so that you can live a great life or you can choose the alternative, which is being sick, you know, or not having the things that you would like to have in your older years. So I'm going to choose discipline, you know what I'm saying? Right. I'm going to choose that and stick with it, even though it may hurt, it may not taste as good. Um, you know, the Little Debbie snack cakes, when you walk into the, yeah. you know, the grocery store, they 10 for 10, but then you want to go buy some. Well, it's like baby steps. Every every, yeah. every little. I mean, every little bit helps. Right. You know? Right. I mean, even if you're doing like five to ten sit-ups a day, that that helps. Yeah. You know, um, so every little bit helps. You don't have to um, run a ten k marathon. Right. <laughs> exactly. Just, just just to prove that you know, um, I can lose weight doing this because you're not. You know, drop. Of collapse before you get to the damn finish line, but <laughs> it's just a thing. You just gotta, you just gotta make an effort, and the effort turns into something else. It turns, the effort gets bigger and bigger, um, and the results get better and better right. when you're making the effort. But you have to take the first step in everything you do. Right. Um, it's and not going to come to you. It's, there's no miracle pill. There's nothing that's where you can take like some kind of pill in the Jetsons and, and lose, <laughs> lose, <laughs> lose the weight you want. That right. doesn't, that doesn't work. Man, I'm gonna be honest, That's man. That's not out there. I'm gonna be honest. This episode is, is inspiring me to do better. You know what I'm saying? Um, there's a lot of things I don't I don't really eat um, things that I used to anymore. But listening to what you're saying and the topics that we've covered and the the things that's going around, on around the nation, it's inspiring me to do better. You know what I'm saying? So this is helpful for me too. Even though I'm a host, one of the hosts of the show, I'm also right. listening and, and 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 taking in the information and trying to apply it to my life. And I hope that's what everybody's doing out there as well taking some notes because um, um, it's very important information we're talking about because you don't want to... And know, it's just, it just is just not a black community problem. This is an American it's problem. It's an American problem. Right. So it's not just a... I'm not... We're not just coming down on the black community. Right. Um, but we just have to be black. But yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's, a, it's an American problem. Yep. And America is not addressing the problem. Um, right. I think when Michelle Obama was in the office with her husband, um, when Barack Obama was in the office, rather, yeah, um, yeah. she she was addressing the problem of obesity, and right. it kind and and once they left, it America kind of got away from that, right. you know. 
Right. And, and, um, and you know, they also are, are cutting, you know, across the nation, they're cutting programs in schools, man. I, I used to, you know, yeah, when I yeah. was, um, I used to teach in Atlanta, man, and we had scholastic sports where every Friday right. we had, I was helping the coach, shout out to Coach Farr and um, Coach Cosby out there in Atlanta. We used to have basketball games, little official basketball games where our school played against the other school. Um, and it was a crowd, the parents, we had concessions. I was doing the DJing at the, the halftime shows and, you know, emceeing right. and calling the play-by-plays like we were at the Rucker or something. They had uniforms. The school won back-to-back championships, and it was just a good thing. And then all of a sudden, administration changes and then, you know, government or um, state funds yeah. get cut, and then there goes those programs. Yeah. And parents complain because they don't want their children to be so competitive at that level, and it was just a It was crazy so many centered. Yeah, man. When I was coming up, it was so many different. It was learning centers. It was basketball centers. There, there was so many things um, that that kept kids out of trouble when I was coming up. Right. And the thing, the most, most of all, you didn't see any overweight kids. Right. Because everybody was always out playing. It was always out in the streets playing, whether they're playing basketball or football or baseball. Yeah. Um, there were no kids in the house. Kids didn't stay in the house. Right. Yeah. You can catch a a, a, a a 14, 15, 13 year old in the house. I'm like, mm-hmm. nah, I'm going outside. You right. know? Yeah, you walk by. Rain, sleet, hell, or snow. Man. It went outside. You even, know? And even in the nighttime in the cold, you know, it's dark, you still catching that ball. That ball feels like a brick. Your yeah. hands are frozen. You still playing. And, you yeah. know, you walk by these basketball courts back in the days and it's full of kids. And now everything is empty, but you go back to the house and you got right. them. They, they huddled up on the couch. Connected to the Wi-Fi, you know what I'm saying? Connected to the Wi-Fi Fortnite. on the internet. Somebody, yeah. Yeah, yeah, somebody either on the internet playing video games, or they just on the internet ranting. They even know about how tough they are. And yeah, I, yeah. I don't know how many calories you can lose with that, but <laughs> it, it, it's, it's, it's um, right. We just got away from a lot of things in in in, um, in, in different communities. Exactly. A lot of laziness. A lot of um, you know, a lot of non-discipline. Um, there's no more discipline in a lot of households. Right, you know? right. I mean, um, if you look at the number I just quoted, it's not, like you said, it's not just a black thing. Because 30, what was it, 32%, that's still high for the white community or the non-black. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. you so you picture if you take a test that is worth 100% and you're only getting, what, 70, 68%, 69%? Right. That's in the, in the positive, which means that's healthy living Caucasians or other than African Americans in the United States, that's not an A. That's not a passing grade. You know what I'm saying? But, right. but then you look at the other side. You got 32 percent, which is in the red. So it's is every. It's, but I haven't seen too many. And I'll be I'll be totally honest. I haven't seen too many obese Asians. Um, oh, no. You know what I'm yeah, saying? I see obese see Hispanics. <laughs> I see obese um, African Americans. I see obese Caucasians. But you know, um, Asians. I think they have a different. You know, historically, I think they have a different way of um, treating themselves when it comes to the diet or with, you know, right. so, you know, it's a lot of uh, vegetables involved in, in, in Chinese culture, I believe, you know, um, but when it comes to um, African-Americans, man, it's, or just African period, we're, it's, we're a social group. We are um, very um, family oriented. We get together for celebrations and all of that involves some type right. of food or beverage and overindulgence at sometimes, you know, um, and we're very, physically, we're very, big in stature in yeah, the black community. Right. We're very strong individuals. Big bone. So a lot of the <laughs> a big exactly big boned. And so a lot of this stuff comes from um maintaining that that physical stature. You know, if that makes any sense. So right. what we eat, we yeah. pretty much can one thing about um black males, um we're very we could put on muscle really quick. Because we're just physically that way. We right. just we're just that kind of just that kind of race, we could put on muscle extremely quick, right? Without any enhancement. I'm, I'm not saying any other race has to do that, but for what I've seen, and when I go to gyms, um, a lot of black males put on muscle quick, and they, they, their body structure, they have the kind of structure to put on muscle really quick. So a lot of things they eat, they can just pretty much just work off, and, and it can turn to muscle. Right. And that being said, but you have to put the work in. You know, you can't just eat something and say, "Hey, I'm black. I'm going to get muscle." That, that doesn't work. <laughs> right. right. You, know, you got to put the work in. Exactly. You know? Exactly, man. And this this has been a very educational. Um, 
episode, man. Cool Rock's been dropping a lot of gems when it comes to his experience with health and, and his outlook on what it, where it is. And it's just been a very um, um, educational um, lesson that I think a lot of people will benefit from. If you tag somebody and, you know, uh, download it, share it, do what you got to do to get people to hear this podcast. Not only today's episode, which is uh, Monday, November 11th. This is where it's being released. Um, but um, all the other episodes we got, we got five. We, we've been talking about ladies of hip hop. We talked about, you know, we paid paid our respects to the legendary John Witherspoon last week, man. And uh, I saw some, actually saw some pretty funny footage um, from his funeral from Cedric the Entertainer. They they made it a, a good home going for him, man. Um, Ice yeah, Sean Williams is really yeah. funny. Yeah, um, exactly. So. And um, Ice Cube spoke, you know, and everything. And so, but yeah, this is the 360 University. Reach out to us. Tap in with us as we wrap this lesson up. Um, the, the, this is the call of action. Action. I need you all to subscribe. Hit that subscribe button. Hit that bell on whatever mm. podcast app you listen to. Send us an email letting us know what you think about these episodes. Um, and just follow us and share the episodes and let us know what you think. Uh, and we've been saying it for a couple weeks now, but we're going to get, um, I think, after, you know, we'll, I think we'll push it out to little bit after the holidays um uh, we'll get some guests going uh, at the top of the year uh, 2020 right. you know that people you know a lot of our guests are probably traveling I think before that talk to a couple okay. some friends. yeah that's cool that's cool I don't eat no meat, no dairy, no sweets. Only right vegetables, fresh fruit and whole wheat. I'm from the old school. My household smell like soul food, bruh. Curry falafel, barbecue tofu, no fish, no no candy bars, no cigarettes. Only ganja, fresh squeezed juice from oranges. Exercising daily to stay healthy. And I rarely drink water out the tap because it's filthy. Mental soup is mental fruit and ginger root is good for the use. Fresh vegetables with the mice. Uh, Sweet fries with the green Careful how you season and prepare your foods Cause you don't wanna lose vitamins and minerals And that's the jewel Life brings life, it's valuable So I eat what come from the ground, it's natural Let your food be your medicine, no excedrin Strictly herbs and rays in the sun Cause I got melanin and drink water Eight glasses a day Cause that's what they say They say you are what you eat So I appreciate you um, giving a lot of your experience, man. Um, going from you said 325 to um, where you are now, man. It's, it, that's a blessing, and, and, and salute to you for that. You I think the lowest I got was like 154. Wow. I wasn't too keen on that weight, so just try to, you know, wow. put some more weight on. But you know, wow. that's it cool. just comes from discipline and just not wanting to go back to where you were. You understand? So that's all that. Right, right. And we're gonna end it right there. We're going to end it right there, and we're going to go out with the song by Dead Prez that came out in the year 2000, so it's almost 20 years old, but it's still relevant. And it's actually right. called Be Healthy. You know what I'm saying? It, it sums everything up that we just talked about in two words, Be Healthy. Um, and that's what we're going to go into. It's off of the, um, the Let's Get Free album that Dead Prez dropped in 2000, classic album. It also had classic the song. Album. Yeah, it also had the song... Um, um, bigger than hip hop on it, you know. So, oh man, man, yeah. yeah. So, so we'll be back next week with episode seven. Be on the lookout. Uh, lesson seven is on the way, and I'm your international homeboy, the incredible DJ 360, along with Cool Rock Ski, legendary Fat Boy. Yes, yes, y'all. And we'll back. We'll be back next week. Peace. We'll see you then. Peace, peace, peace. Peace.